You're listening to Supervision with a Vision, where we discuss all things supervision. I'm your host, Sarah, professional counselor, marriage and family therapist, play therapist, eating disorder specialist, and cookie lover, with my co-host, Heather, marriage and family therapist, certified together in Texas counselor, a Texas transplant from California, and outdoor adventurer. Hi, welcome to Supervision with a Vision. Today, Heather and I are talking about getting ready for the new year. This week, we read Three Self-Help Tricks for Busy People, published in Psychology Today 2023. I'm ready for the new year. I think it's good timing to talk about getting organized and planning. It's good organization tricks Mm -hmm. and habits. Mm -hmm. The first point in the article is start small. I I need that that tip. You need that tip. I think I always want to start really big. I learned that tip mm-hmm. because my time would be so limited between like work, kids, finding good balance, but yet this space still needs to be organized. Or this uh-huh. like maybe uh-huh. uh, I went through a phase at one point, it was like the kitchen needed to be redone because mm-hmm. I didn't, I had a baby when we moved into our house and a very good friend of the family put my kitchen Oh, up for me. Yeah. Well, by the time she was like three or four, I was it like, make sense anymore. I don't, this doesn't work. Yeah. But I didn't have a lot of time where I could just like pull everything out. Yeah. I needed to do like a cupboard at a time or like a drawer at a time Mm. or like a, you know, like literally small bites. I'm (laughs) yes. That's why I always start with too big of a picture. (laughs) Cause I think as you're saying that I'm thinking, oh yeah, you'd take like a day, day and a half and just take care of that kitchen, but not with a three-year-old. Right. Right. Getting into it, running mm-hmm. around. Yeah, you couldn't do that. I promise you, any moms of three-year-olds will let you borrow one at any point in time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, you'd have to do like, I'm going to tackle this drawer. Right. Just this. Or just this one this. cabinet. Right. Mm-hmm. Mine started one time probably in like more of a fit of frustration. I was putting something away and like something got stuck. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't even know why these are in this space. Like, you know, yes. that kind of like. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Like the drawer can't open because right. you're so stuck. Yeah. Packed full of whatever. Right. Yeah. Okay. What about as a supervisor? If you've got a project that you think, I'm going to, I'd like to get this organized a different way or how, what would be an example of starting small? I think in supervision, there are plenty of things when my associates are talking to me about how they handle the situation or what their client load is like, I could probably make 17 suggestions or tweaks or changes. That's such a good point. You know, but really, I usually choose one. Okay. Two. That's so true. Because I think, um, so maybe you're saying a supervisee comes to you with, I need some help with this. And in your head, because you've got years of experience, you can think, here's 10 different. Right. Here's here's, your options. Right. Here's a book. Here's a worksheet. Here's Mm -hmm. a tool. Here's a something. Here's a conceptualization. And if you threw all 10 of those useful things at them at one time, overwhelming. Right. Overwhelming too much. And probably not going to be good at all of them, which especially for young associates just makes the process hard. Right. Yeah. That even maybe if you try to give too much, it's not going to really sink in and be practical. Right. But if you just back it off and pick Uh one of those things that seems to fit best, and maybe Mm -hmm. I'm trying to match it with um, the associate's personality or how they're doing therapy, and then also what I know of their client, like what, you know, they already shared about. So trying that, well, 
So then that makes the job of the supervisor kind of comp. Well, it, it is, is already complicated, complicated right? <laughs> right? So you're, but you're saying what happens in your head is you go, Oh, here are 10 things. And then pretty quickly you're going, okay, let's, let me kind of whittle that down to what could be more useful or functional right now. Right. And you mm-hmm. get down to maybe a list of like two, two things to try. Right. Right. So, um, but. As the ex the expert that you are, you have to do that. You have to figure out one. Here are all these options. Mm-hmm. Two, not all of those could be applied right now. Right, they're not all going to jump in mm-hmm. and fix this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe you get getting even more specific. Let's say, what if it's a like an abuse right. allegation? Right. So you might go. Okay, here's the law, here's mm-hmm. the our Texas state legislation, here's this training that I went to, here's this mm-hmm. decision-making tree that I right. I've used before, here's a thing that I've used when talking to parents about I need to make it you have all of that and you think, man, if I just hey, here's a right. email with all of it, where do they even start? Right. And they would probably try and like do all of them. Maybe. Things, you know? Well, depending Maybe. on the supervisor. Right. It's true. Okay. So I think starting just with like, okay, that sounds, giving yeah. them kind of direct okay. guidance. What about, um, and I think this is also applicable to the idea of the kitchen or our decision making that we have with supervisees. What about you as a supervisor? And it's the new year. So getting yourself organized or thinking about things that you'd like to accomplish mm-hmm. in the new year. Do you get yourself to start small? I think I try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I tend to go big uh, naturally, but I think I try to go, okay. So, in fact, one thing, I have a couple ideas that I want to try this year in supervision that are different, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to do all three of those things at the same yeah. time. Even what? though, like, I want to make sure that I'm incorporating, like, actual getting out of our office space, like this physical Ooh, space and okay. forward to somewhere mm-hmm. else, like mm-hmm. either do incorporating some like walking mm-hmm. or go and be somewhere else versus just hold up in an office. Mm-hmm. I think it brings, there's lots of benefits to it. Yeah. And I think it gets you as an associate thinking outside the box mm-hmm. when you have to do other mm-hmm. activities while you. Yeah. Okay. So that's one. That's one. But, but you're saying if you tried to do all three this week, like starting right. now, right? Too much, too much for you, or too much for the supervisee? Probably too much for me. I mean, yeah. I, yes, the supervisee, sure, but I think mm-hmm. they try to go along with whatever is presented. Yeah, I think for me, it'd be too much to go like, oh, and do this, and by the way, I want to see your notes at least once a month, and by the way, I want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. it starts being a little, like, a lot, mm-hmm. and I don't. They all sound like good goals. I'm excited about all of those. (laughs) Um, Okay. So the next step in our article is buy yourself some space. Mm -hmm. And we're thinking this means physical space as well as mental space. Yeah. I think it even can go down to uh, how you organize. um, A couple of my supervisees are in multiple locations. Mm -hmm. So how do they organize their work bag? How do they... Mm -hmm. Um, mm-hmm. go about finding if, mm-hmm. if they're jumping from one location to another location, when are they doing their notes? Mm-hmm. Like literally finding mm-hmm. space for those things. Yeah. I think um, translating, translating that idea into what we do as supervisors. So you're like, we've talked about this in different ways that maybe the way we plan our day yes. means that we intentionally do not make one day out of the week a lot tougher, either either very busy with too right. many clients scheduled or with maybe our most emotionally draining mm-hmm. clients all on the same day right. that we're thoughtful of that. Right. And that's the headspace, really. Yeah. Right. That's like- I remember, it's been a long time ago now. I 
maybe a year or two. I don't remember how many years, but I've learned my lesson. <laughs> um, I thought that I would schedule all of my parent meetings oh. one week. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. It sounds so great on paper. Yeah. It was it so, sounds so good. Right. I was going to be so organized and efficient and do that all in one week. And then, right. and I did that. And I thought even that I would do that one week out of every month mm-hmm. would be parents. And I t- attempted it one time and thought, yuck. I like hanging out with kids. Right. This does not go well. Yeah. yeah. To just do all of that. It's just, yeah. Well, and it Wasn't... is a different headspace when yes. you're doing consultation things with parents or getting them to engage mm-hmm. in sessions or group sessions is so different yeah. than your individual session. Yeah. What about, I think this is true when I'm organizing something physical, physical space. Mm-hmm. Also, you said that kind of about right. um, organizing somebody's work bag or their day. Mm-hmm. Um, have I, th- and also thinking about organizing the kitchen, you might think, this is a really great organizational plan. And then when I start doing it, yes. it's not very functional. Right. So I think there's a lot to that. You have to try it out, right? Because mm. what looks good on paper mm-hmm. may not look good when you start doing it. Yeah. But also giving yourself permission to like try it. You're just yes. trying. It. I like that's a different spin on buy, buy yourself some space. Right. So maybe you have this awesome plan charts and graphs right. and it's, uh, it's, it's totally worked out um and you think it's going to be great and you try it out and then you realize that is not most ideal or didn't work exactly the way you thought then there's space to update or right. change, change or adjust it. right or mm-hmm. maybe something comes up as you're working through it you're like oh i thought that i had this mm-hmm. worked out but i need to do it differently or mm-hmm. i need more time to do it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um i have this a planner that I really like. I need to, and I need to start using it again. Um, when I first started using it, I mean, I had like a set of pens and different colors, colors yeah. and all uh-huh. this. I mean, I had like, and man, I filled up every single page and I thought right. I was real. And I think it took me exactly two weeks to go, oh, this is not functional. Right. It does not feel good. Right. And started using it. And I mean, there's some guidance in this uh, planner and how mm-hmm. to do it, to do it. Um, started using it in a slightly different way and thought, oh, mm-hmm. that's the way it was intended. And wow, that's a whole lot more functional. Right. I didn't need what, and part of what I was doing, part of my mistake was it had a to-do, sev- uh, d- to-do sections and, and, you know, ways to prioritize mm-hmm. and think about it. I did my best and I filled up every single line in the whole to-do section. 15 to-do things. More than that. <laughs> and it was, it, just it right. didn't work. I never got it accomplished. I was focusing on, I was putting all kinds of filling up that to-do list section just for the sake of filling it up and spending a ton of time doing things that actually weren't moving me forward very right. much, Right. but we're crossing things off the list. Hmm. But thinking about it in just a little bit, giving myself enough space to adjust and do it differently, huge difference. Correct. Um, the last point in our article is uh, use organization um or sorry organization includes brain tricks mm-hmm. do you have any brain tricks that you use yes i like to pair something with something else mm-hmm. so if i need to remember to call someone back mm-hmm. and if it's just like a social call then i'm like oh i'm gonna pair that with my lunch or i'm gonna pair that when i'm driving to the next location or whatever so i try and like that way i'm going to remember it if I mm-hmm. pair it with another activity, I will remember to do it because mm-hmm. I am the worst at like, oh, yeah, I'll do that at lunch. And then it just goes by the way. So. Yeah. But if I actually am like hmm. very cognitive about pairing it with something, it doesn't have to always be like a break or an enjoyable thing. Like, yeah, it can just be like 
oh, I need to make sure that I. Yeah. I think I have some room to grow in this area. Mm -hmm. So you are pairing things. I wonder what some other examples are, because I don't know that I do that okay. very much. Do you ever do things like um, mental post-it note? Like it's not really a post-it note that you would write and leave somewhere. Um, but I will. I mean, even a post-it note is a right. example. Right. I don't think I do. Um, one of my, I used to work a very early opening at 630 in the morning. And then I would leave at like 3.30 and go to class mm -hmm. and be in class usually till like 9 o'clock at night or 10 o'clock at night. And there would be something simple. Like I needed to, I was teaching school and it would be like, I need to bring sponges tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I would not remember to bring sponges tomorrow unless I literally put something on my keychains that was different. Like, why is that oh. ribbon there? I didn't have to have a sticky note that said, post-it note, yeah. but like, oh, I tied mm. a ribbon on my keychain. What is that for? Like yeah. something that would trigger my brain to like kick back in to... Yeah doing it. I don't know. I do like lit. I make lots of lists. I love lists. I have an app on my phone and I, it's not even the one that comes with your phone. Right. I found it somewhere, but I specifically like this to-do list app because when you click something done, it makes a nice noise. Oh yes. <laughs> like, ta-da. Yeah. So lots of people go, why don't you just use the one that came with your phone? No, it's good, but it doesn't have it doesn't the noise have I like. Things. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe a to-do list is something that I utilize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'll have to think of tricks that might be helpful to me. One of the things I use with my associates when mm -hmm. they're going back to back with clients and they're kind of getting lost in the minutia of like, and this next client is this, and that's like mm -hmm, something different mm -hmm. is to like, take three seconds and pause, look at your note you wrote the week before, or think oh, just momentarily about who's going to walk into the room. Like, so mm -hmm. that you're like, oh, yes, this is a parent meeting versus a kid meeting, yeah. you know, like, or like, oh, yes, this is the client last week I asked to, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. I think that's a, I like that idea. I think my working memory is pretty good mm -hmm. be, and I don't need to do that for myself. Right. But I do get that feedback from my supervisees that I will remember mm -hmm. things telling me that they maybe need a memory right. trick right so i could i could use that as an mm -hmm. aid for them then mm -hmm. let's work something in so that as you get busier right you are checking in with yourself you're reminding yourself about what's going on yeah mm -hmm. definitely helps to just kind of balance yeah. out what you've got yeah if you're jumping maybe, from one client to the next to the next if i'm thinking of memory tricks that i actually use i think i really 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 rely on my calendar yes um i i put a lot of things in my calendar that people probably don't put in there. Mm -hmm. I well, part of what I do with my calendar is that I um, do not keep any of that in my working memory. Right, I don't like have it's it. in the calendar. Just right. So I don't have no idea mm -hmm. if I wanted to know what I was thinking about or what was ha going to happen in the next two days. I don't know. It's on my calendar. Right. That's why I put it in my calendar. Mm -hmm. I have. I don't know. Um, but I do look at it. Not like the last thing I do before the end of, right. before I go to bed, but in the evening, I'll look at What's tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and I definitely refer back to it throughout the day, but right. I am not remembering. I'm not on purpose. I, I well, oh, put it in my calendar. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it's helpful to have a space where like, I don't have to think about it. It's mm -hmm. written down somewhere else, not for me mm -hmm. to look at now. Mm -hmm. And that can keep you focused on what. Right. Now. And well, right. And then I do refer back mm -hmm. to it makes it useful. Right. Or probably even that I include enough information, right? Yeah, if I just put so important, if I just said doctor's appointment, and then I'm like, shoot, 
Which doctor? Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, I can't remember that guy's name. Right. Was it I, the eye doctor? Yeah. Right. And I don't, I think I remember where, but I don't know right. where in that building I'm supposed to right. be. Yeah. If I'm not putting enough information, mm-hmm. then I'll get lost too. Absolutely. So putting it, making it really functional. Right. I feel like I've talked to, I wonder if this is true of your kids that, um, I've had a lot of clients who struggled with their parents that the parents wanted them to use a calendar. Oh, yes. And the kids don't want to use a calendar. Right. right. Um, And the the parents kind of want to include me in that discussion. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I use my calendar. Right. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Um, But I love when the kids finally break down and use the calendar Mm -hmm. just a little bit Mm -hmm. and how useful it is for them. So I will share this story with you. One, it's funny. And two, I think that she would be fine with me sharing it. (laughs) My oldest daughter and I had that debate from the time she was like in seventh grade. Mm -hmm. Now, when she was in elementary school, they were made to use agendas. They had to write everything Mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really remember much about sixth grade, but seventh grade, one of the teachers was like, and absolutely put this in your agenda every day, blah, blah, blah. And she was horrible at it. And so I bought markers and bought a different kind of agenda that had different boxes. I mean, I went like the full, like whatever we need to do. And then it would be three weeks into school and it would not happen. Every year I would tell myself this is going to happen. Somewhere along the midst, like, I don't know, ninth grade COVID happened. 10th grade, we're half back in school and half not. And I'm like, how are you tracking all this? This is Mm -hmm. crazy. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, she's like, most everything's in this platform. So this is how I do it. I'm like, okay. Like, again, trying to respect your process, but it stresses me out. Like, I can't help you. I can't even help remind you of things. I don't know what's happening. No joke. Senior year in high school. She comes to me about half, well, maybe November senior year in high school. Says, mom, I just sent you an invite. I have a Google calendar. (laughs) I was like... Excuse me? (laughs) What? And I tried really hard to like suck up all of my like, I told you, you know, whatever. But she, it just took her time and space to figure out what kind of calendar. Her phone itself didn't have, she hated the calendar it came with. And she didn't realize or somehow along the line didn't listen to like, you could download your own calendar app and have different things. And Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. can invite people to things and Mm -hmm. you can, well, yes. So now she uses Google Calendar like a boss. Like, yeah. it's awesome. And yeah. she sends her dad invites for car things and sends me invites for other things that she yeah. wants to make sure we do when she's home. But yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and see, I mean. It's all uh, about finding what you need for your brain. It is true. Work. Yeah. Right. That, I mean, to try and, well, and I, I mean, that's all the story of those years, right? Fifth, right. sixth grade is mm-hmm. that they're trying to get you to do it. You really want to do it. You yeah. don't want to <laughs> do it. And they can only teach you. One, I mean, they can't teach you how to personalize it yet. You have right. to do that later. But that, right. I mean, it took a while. <laughs> well, maybe that should be our lasting, right. lasting meaning from this episode is that while we getting organized in the new year is certainly useful and important, and we can set our so our supervisees up right. to be prepared to do this, they still have to figure out their style, right? And that's important. So we ha- we can offer it, but right. they they will grow into using it the way. That right. makes the most sense for them. Exactly. Hmm. Um, Heather and I would love for you to share some of your organization hacks with us. And also, of course, ep- ideas for episodes in the future. Thanks today for listening to Supervision with a Vision.